what's a step I can take today to start moving to the path of freedom. Welcome to the Men of Conviction Podcast. Welcome to the Men of Conviction Podcast. We are your hosts, Cordell and Alex. We have a great show for you today. Today, I want to talk about freedom versus justice. Um, I just had a thought the other day of, of, of our society that's so focused on justice and equality and making sure everybody gets their fair share, their fair shake, um, that justice is brought to people. But is the pursuit of justice robbing us of our freedom? Justice is an interesting word in and of itself. We hear that in the news all the time, right? Like, oh, so this family got justice, you know, or, or this, they're waiting for justice. Uh, hopefully, they get justice. So, you know, the justice was served in this situation, and it's so arbitrary based on what. It seems to always be a next step, you know, like if the grand jury indicts, then there's the next step of, you know, actually going to trial and they're hoping for, you know, this is the first step in justice. It's like this long process of once this is all complete, I'll feel vindicated. Everything will be right in the world. Whenever a lot of times that that doesn't allow us to be truly free, Uh, you know, the saying that we're the land of the free and the home of the brave. Sometimes I wonder if that's turning into the land of the free and the home of the enslaved because we're enslaved to a system that that basically wants us to go after what's fair, what's justice, instead of pursuing our own intentional lives. Yeah, there's a lot of distractions going on. And if you attach, if you attach some sort of value or happiness or satisfaction in life to any, any one outcome, there's there's a huge opportunity for feeling inadequate, feeling unfulfilled. And, and at the end of the day, I'm not sure how it actually works too. If you, if you're pushing for an outcome and you get the outcome, do you really feel relieved? You know, do you really feel like, okay, now everything is great. I mean, I kind of equated the things that are not, not as, as life changing, you know, like I, life changing or altering, but if you get the the new shoes that you wanted, does that solve all of your problems? You know, like it's if you're looking for something to solve something else, is that really the the issue that you have? Or is it a pursuit of this will make me better? You know, I'm gonna be better over here once this happens, but right now I can't be better. Well if you attach your satisfaction to anything, you're essentially putting your identity into that thing. So when I get this outcome when i get this promotion this raise when i get this new job when i get this justice whatever it is then i will be fulfilled right but it can never come from these other things it can never come from anything else your your fulfillment your joy all that has to come from yourself and your identity so and i and i, and I, I kind of made a, a few like comparisons uh so to kind of just talk about in terms of freedom versus justice, like, uh, for instance, holding a grudge or uh, forgiving someone, forgiving someone that that's wronged you. Because um, biblically speaking, you know, if, if someone are slapping you in the cheek, you're supposed to turn the other one. That's what, you know, you've heard it said an eye for an eye. But I tell you the truth, you know, someone slaps you one cheek, turn the other one to you. And whenever you hear that, it's like, well, I mean, yeah, that's nice in theory, but 
I really like the eye for an eye. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of times you want to hold on to that, right? You want to hold on like you wronged me. You did something wrong to me. But in reality, I, I think what it, it, it means what it says. And I also think that it, you, if you take a deeper look into that, um, what, what it really means is you need to be prepared to forgive and not hold on to things. So like in, in life, when you're dealing with your children or you're dealing with your wife, if you're walking around holding around grudges, then how how does that allow you to be free? Well, it's kind of like the, the the internet slang, right? Like you're living living rent free. You know, someone's living rent free in your head. If that's that's where that that pursuit of vindication or revenge or whatever comes from. Now you got these person living in your head, taking up space, rent free, and you think that, well, I'm not going to do anything about it, so it's over, it's done. But until you can actually let go of it release it forgive whatever move on until then it's taken up space and you're not really free you're seeking that justice that vindication and now you're stuck yeah and that's that's where it gets really interesting because it's like i feel like a lot of guys a lot of people in our society are just stuck because they're wanting someone to do something for them they're wanting somebody to you know they don't think it's right that that we were preyed upon to get student loans and now they have student loans and it's, it's, it's injustice until we get our student loans forgiven, that type of thing. It's like, well, I mean, you may still have the student loans and, and they may not get forgiven, but can you not live your life like you're supposed to until that happens? And I think the answer is unequivocally, no, you can live your life right now. You know, you can live your life today like you want to live. And, and a lot of times people are waiting and so involved with the, the, media or the news or the pol- political season that they forget that they have a life to live on well, tv i think is really really skewing this idea because you see the the rich and the famous and it's really easy to think well if only my life had been a little different if only had i if only i had had these things right like only if i if i had gotten lucky as them then maybe my life would be different but there's no i mean there's no way to know what could have been it just is where you're at in life is where you're at and the sooner you kind of terms with this is my reality what am i going to do to make this the best version of my life that i can until you get to that point yeah you're stuck you're 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 enslaved you're you're beholden to this what if victim to circumstances <laughs> yeah what, what if what if my parents had had money to to loan me what if i had grown up in a different neighborhood what if and it, you're stuck though yeah, I was kind of stuck in that that poor poor man's mentality for quite a while with the, the just the idea that one day maybe someone will like me enough. You know, you hear it in the songs or whatever, like somebody gave somebody some money. You know, they became a friend and he was a millionaire and he left a fortune to him or not. It's an old country song. But um, that that's you, you would think, you know, like, oh, maybe one day I'll get so lucky as to win the lottery or – um, I'll get an inheritance from someone. Someone will find favor in me and invest in me and believe that I can do something great. And with kind that, of the, the benevolent benefactor idea, right? right. Like someone's going to come across me. They're going to stumble on me in my life and be like, oh, no, you could, you're destined for more. Come with me. Yeah. And I'm going to set you up. And, and the funny thing about it is, is that like it, it didn't stop me from pursuing goals and pursuing being better in life but what it did is it it always created this this kind of sort of artificial hope in someone's just going to favor me for no reason 
And it didn't allow me to have that just ultimate grace and ultimate, like just being thankful for everything that I have right now in the moment, you know? So like what it did is it, it kind of robs you anytime you think like, Oh, hopefully someone else will make my life better. Someone on this earth will make my life better. Then you rob yourself of your present is what then ends up happening. Yeah. I struggled with that on a, on a, on a more emotional side of things when we had kids. Cause I, I grew up without a dad, never, never had a dad around, never knew a dad. And, and then my father-in-law who I knew and my wife and I started dating and he was kind of like, he took me in, right? He, he was almost like that. That Holly, you know, the, the Hallmark movie figure of like, oh yeah, come in, let me teach you how to do stuff. Let's let's work on the house. Let's like let's do projects. And and then he passed away before we had our first kid, our son. And I mean, you know, I've I've said it plenty of times. Like, oh, it didn't doesn't bother me. It's not. It's that's not that's not anything for me to worry about. I'm fine. But in reality, I was holding on to this this almost subconscious holding on to this idea of like, well, why don't I get the Hallmark movie ending. Why don't I get the, hey, let me come help you out. Like, I, I'm here with two kids at that point. I have two kids. And it's like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Like, where's my person to be like, hey, I, I have a question. I need help. I need something. And it was a lot of resentment there that I essentially was ignoring until finally I, I was able to, to to talk through those things, deal with those things and process that and be like, okay, like, could things be different in my life? Absolutely. Everybody's life's a little bit different, but this is the, this is the hand I've been dealt. So instead of spending so much time asking why, 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 why me? Why don't I flip it to, well, what can I do with this life I've been given? That's awesome. Like, so did you feel there was a void like there that you felt like there's this void that's missing from your life that should have been there uh, when you actually kind of looked at it, like there, there should be something here, but it's not. And this kind of sucks or, I mean, that's where it's hard. I mean, I would just say I ignored all of it. I don't right. know that I had any any real idea of where some of the the hurdles and obstacles in my life were coming from. I didn't I didn't attach them to things. Just was like this is I just I have a hard time focusing on these things, and I have a hard time having these conversations. I don't know why. I just do. And then when I finally dug into that, you know, I dug into it with a counselor. Just to be clear, with a counselor, and he's. I'll tell you about your childhood. It's like, no, nah, come on, man. Like, let's just <laughs> let's just do it. Let's look, let's focus on the now stuff, you know. But you know, when when these when we start talking about these things, and I think for me personally, what it was is that a lot of us have dealt with so many things as as kids that we block off, we kind of wall away, and we just get into adulthood, and we don't remember what it was like to be a kid. But for me to then have my own kids and think that you know, like this this little five year old boy in my house right now, like I was a five year old boy moving into an adopted home and not seeing my mom for months or years and not ever having a dad, you know, it's like, what would my five-year-old son do if all of a sudden his whole world was upended? Like he probably wouldn't handle it well. And so I had to give almost like young five-year-old Alex, the grace of being like, no, that was probably hard. Like, and, and, and while you wish maybe things had been more Hallmark-esque, we don't, we don't sit there and dwell on that anymore. We don't sit there and dwell on, what could have been the justice for the story that was written. We focus on freedom, right? Like, regardless of what happened, I still have my freedom to go live the life that I want, regardless of whatever decisions were made before me, this is now my story to write. Right. And I guess that's a lot of it. What it is, is we want a lot of times it's like, we almost want justice for our circumstances. Like we want justice for our upbringing. Like, well, because I was disadvantaged or because I didn't grow up with, you know, parents that were ultra successful and, made millions of dollars a year, 
Therefore, I need some assistance to help me to get like somewhat of a playing field. I'm not, I'm not saying that, you know, that, that people don't need help at times in life. I think we should be benevolent and help other people. But at the same time, I think that the, the true pursuit and realization of your freedom is understanding your circumstances now and that this is the life you get to live. And whatever state you're in today is where you get to start for the rest of your life at any given day. Yeah, I've said this before on this podcast, I've said it to friends, said it to people that I think that we all have a, our, all of our lives are a story, they're a book. But the first few chapters aren't written by us. They're written by the decisions made before us by adults, parents, whoever, the families that came before. So they write the first few chapters, our origin story. But I think that there's a point in life where you have the opportunity. I don't think everybody takes it. You have the opportunity to say, I'm going to start writing this story. Right. I'm going to take this pen and I, this is my story now. I'm the, these chapters are, are, are written, you know, sent to print in the publisher or whatever. Like they're done. But from here on out, the rest of this book is going to be mine. Right. And that's freedom. Yeah. That, that is the ultimate freedom is understanding that you can chart your path through the rest of life. So next, next point, um, that I want to kind of discuss like, uh, or between two things would be, uh, justifying a wrongdoing versus just doing what's right. Um, a lot of times we feel like we can just get by with doing the, doing the wrong thing. I mean, surely most of you guys have went to school and somebody cheated on a test. I'm probably guilty of cheating on a test before in, in, you know, in school, right? Long ago. Had a whole little, little ring going. <laughs> Had a little cheat ring. Who can write the smallest? Um, but the, the thing is, it's like, you know, we, we do that. We know that it's done. You know, teachers may or may not know it's done. They know that happens when everybody gets the same answer wrong, of course, you know. Well, being a grown-up now, being a grown-up as opposed <laughs> to being in school, like, I'm like, they knew. Yeah. They obviously they, knew. They knew that would happen. And at the end of the day, you're, just, you're trying to get through the, the, the class. And so, yeah, the system is not necessarily designed and great for your learning. That's a whole nother episode. But in reality, it's like those behaviors carry on into adulthood a lot of times for people. And so instead of looking for justification of doing the wrong thing and saying like, well, I'm just going to do this because, which you probably ought to live your life like, I'm going to do this with integrity and what's, what's right because of the path that I'm on in my life. It's to be an example, to be a shining light, to be an encouragement to others to do the right thing when no one's looking. Yeah, that can show up in all kinds of ways, right? Like, am I going to ignore this meeting request because I want to take off a little early on Friday? Like, oh, I didn't see it. You know, my bad or... You know, are you going to not pick up the phone when it's ringing? Are you going to not respond to that email? Because it's just like, nah, I just want to do that one more thing, right? But I think that it's easy to find reasons to not do the things that you're supposed to be doing. I think specifically, I think in this society, we built a lot of reasons around leisure. Like, I deserve to go relax. So I'm going to I'm gonna cut some corners on this this form I got to fill out. I'm going to cut some corners on this this spreadsheet I got to complete. I'll just, I'll get back to it. But for now, I'm gonna, I'm just so tired. I deserve to just take a break and we justify doing things that aren't what we know to be the right thing. Right. One more thing that I think happens and what, what ends up is that people pleasing mentality, almost going along because it's easier versus embracing challenges that we face uh, in life. So, you know, whether it's a challenge with, with your, your habits, your eating, your, exercise regimen, your pursuit of your wife, whatever it is, you know, being a good father to your kids, um, 
starting that new vocation that you've been wanting to do your whole life, that woodworking project that you just keep pushing off because you're not sure if you can do it. You basically become that enslaved to your own mind of saying, yeah, I'll get around to it one day. And it keeps just tinkering around in your mind. And the more you delay getting started, that's the, the less of an opportunity you have to serve in any given area. And so a lot of times it's like you got to remember that we say, Alex has said the saying plenty of times, it's like, you know, no man steps in the same river twice. You're neither the same man nor nor the, is the river the same. And so you have to remember that like the, the faster you're able to get out there and get out the gates with a clear head after tackling something that you want to in your life, the better chances you are to have success and see more of what that looks like down the road if you just start today. We got to start. Yeah, we, we've... Uh... You and I have talked about this personally. I don't, we probably talked on the podcast. I don't know. You know, I told you I had this 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 feeling. I had a I had a, a purpose to do some men's coaching, dads coaching specifically. Like, just find these men out there, these dads that are in that same hole I was in, and be like, hey, let like let me pull you out. Like, let's let's get out of here for you and for your family, all these things. And and you know, in the conversation, and it was like, man, I just feel like I got to do this. I don't know. I just don't know how. I don't know when. I don't like. I don't. I'm not confident enough, you know. And you're like, well, what's the big concern in a sense? Like, just let it be. And I was like, yeah, but if this is a calling from God, and I keep ignoring it, what if He stops calling? Yeah. And I mean, talk about choosing whether to leave, live your life in in a in a prison or be free. Do you choose to follow what you feel God's calling to do, or, or do you ignore it? I think that's exactly why we're sitting here today, is because. I think that we we both in our own respects saw struggles in our own lives and saw what were freedoms it was on the other side of this struggle right but it's like but this but 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 the job demands are important and that's what takes care of my family you know or or whatever it is it's in a way it's like yeah I just don't have time for that though it's like well, did we do we make time to go watch a movie or do something else or watch a football game? Yeah, we did, right? No, but, never, never. <laughs> but once twenty four seven, I'm on. Once we cut some of those things out of our lives, and we're not asking you guys to do that all right now, unless you feel like you need to, then I encourage you to do it immediately. But if you if you feel like you need to stop something or cut something out, it's what happens. You have to cut things out to put things back in and start building the blocks in your life to have the life you want to live. And and it's like. I missed way more football games last year than I would have ever imagined this guy missing, but I don't regret one bit of it because there's a lot more joy in watching my son play soccer on a soccer field on a Sunday afternoon after church as opposed to uh, just sitting around watching the game. Yeah, I'm like, what, maybe three, four years removed from from NFL, and I'm just like, I wonder what, like, what would be better about my life right now if I had watched all those all those Sunday, Monday, Thursday games over the last four years, like what what would be better about my life versus you wouldn't even remember all of them, remember not even close. Them. No, yeah. I mean at best you remember a couple of plays that they blast on ESPN for a week or so, and then even then, it, even those get even those get because well, you have to watch that much more to watch the plays over and over yeah, again, so even, you can really remember. Even it. that gets yeah. lost, and so it's interesting. Justice almost becomes a, a synonym for for wanting everything to be correct or perfect. And we keep chasing this idea of perfection or, or righteousness, and it's not gonna not righteousness, but everything just being perfect in its place, and it's really not gonna happen. Freedom almost becomes the 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 path of accepting that life's gonna have circumstances that are out of your control, 
but choosing to keep putting one foot in front of the other in the direction of what you feel you're supposed to be doing with your life. That's right. It's the choices that you make daily is what allows you to live a free life and realizing that you have the choice. You have the choice to be free indeed. Um, and so uh, I would I would en- encourage you guys to kind of just think about that, about if you if you kind of struggle with the idea that you feel that justice hasn't been served in your life yet, that you don't feel like, hey, the system has treated you fairly, um, that maybe you might just want to kind of let that go and start anew with a mindset of gratitude for the person you are today. Find gratitude in something in front of you today and say, you know what, I'm thankful for this um, and, and move forward from there. It's like, what do I want my life to look like and what's a step I can take today to start moving to the path of freedom? Yeah, I think it's important. Start pursuing freedom over the idea of justice. So as you're out there celebrating with folks on uh, Independence Day, be thinking about that. Like, what is truly freedom to you? Is it is it what is true freedom? What is this country built on? Is it going to be the land of the free and the home of the brave that take risk? Or is it going to be the home of the enslaved that just bow down to the system and do whatever the system tells us to do? Choose freedom. Know you're in charge of your life. Hey, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star review if you liked what you heard. And uh, let us know what you thought. If you're on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, and leave us a comment here. We uh, like to check in with you guys and see what you guys want to hear more about. So that's it for today. We are the Men of Conviction Podcast. We'll catch you all next time. We out!